Hey, yo, what up? Yeah. Y'all found us. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to Seriously Podcast. You can find us at seriouslypodcast.com as well as icn.dj. You can also catch us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. To keep up with the conversation with us, make sure you guys are using hashtag Seriously Recap. All right, guys, let's start the show. Let's get it. If you want the tea, can get with Seriously. Talking about your favorite web series right here on Seriously. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Seriously Podcast. I'm Brittany. And I'm Mary. Yes, and today we are continuing our, well, we're ending our um, recap of Wash web series. If you don't know what Wash is, it follows Mark Fields, who is just approaching 30 and his just life is spiraling out of, out of control a mess a mess and a mess. yeah and we we see how his decisions horrible decisions on life just mess up his whole life yeah yeah so we you know we've been holding it down for the lady so we was like let's get a male's perspective in the in the building to help us understand why he acts the way he acts. right right <laughs> so <laughs> that's the real reason why that's you're really here. it that's really it so please can you introduce yourself and you know tell us about yourself Dwayne well thank you for having me ladies um my name is Dwayne aka decent I'm a I don't, I don't necessarily know how to describe what I do but <laughs> so I work for a pop culture website called pop dust I'm an on-air personality for a show that we have called pop dust presents which is kind of like a DIY version of NPR's Tiny Desk where mm-hmm. we have guests on and they do live performances in our office and I also write for Pop Desk as well f- few articles for the site and I also host a social commentary slash pop culture show called The Culture Couch which is a bi-weekly series that's every Wednesday so yeah I guess I just talk a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got your hands in a lot of things yeah. that's what's up that's what's up yeah. yes. that's what's up so, as someone who's over 30, yeah, when you were approaching 30, like, what were you expecting your life to be? Honestly, um, if we're correlating Washed and Mark's character with mm-hmm. myself, <laughs> I was kind of in the same headspace. Really? really? I felt like, you know, because naturally, I'm a hip-hop artist mm-hmm. as well, but that's, like, not my primary function right now. I'm more into the hosting and, you know, coordinating things with Pop Dust and writing articles but at 22 like he stated in the series i was well on my way to thinking that i was going to be the next jay-z or (laughs) uh, somebody of that caliber so i could understand you know having some sort of like pipe dream Mm -hmm. to an extent i want to call it a pipe dream because i was heavily invested into hip-hop i started rapping at eight and was performing a great deal like i remember the day after my prom i actually had a show i was really really into hip-hop growing up and doing showcases and all that other stuff so i guess i figured by 30 i was either gonna be retired <laughs> oh. oh yeah like you know what i done sold you know 70 million records went right. platinum god knows big how dreams. many times i love I'm, it big dreams i married the you know supermodel all that yes. stuff so you know what i'm just gonna hang it up and show okay yeah okay. yeah dream big dream big that's what you gotta do yeah. can't you dream little <laughs> go hard or go home that's what's up and just you know from a personal standpoint i just thought that a lot of things would be different as far as like relationships not just you know with you know, the opposite sex, but just relationships with people, you know, things of that nature would be in a certain space 
by the time I hit 30. So to kind of be where I'm at right now, it's not, I'm not disappointed in the least bit. I'm extremely happy with where I'm at Mm -hmm. in my life right now, you know, from a creative standpoint and also from, you know, just a life standpoint, I'm way more stable and structured than I thought I was going to be at this age because, you know, nearing my mid twenties, I was in this place where like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I was just pouring everything into music. You know, I was working jobs for the sake of just having jobs. I stayed at jobs for a long period of time, but it was more so to supplement, you know, pursuing music. Mm -hmm. All right, I need this job because I need photo shoots. I need videos. I need to be able to get clothes in case I have a show. I need CDs made. So pretty much that. support yourself. yeah, Yeah. To pretty much support myself in lieu of me chasing this dream. Now I have a job where, you know, I make a great salary. I'm able to afford living in gentrified Brooklyn, and we know how difficult that is. <laughs> Very high. You know, That's so a, I'm able accomplishment. To, yeah, a big That's accomplishment. That's a big thing. You know, so my credit has been, you know, improving. Yes, even yes though, for credit. Talk yes, about for credit. it. The other day, you know, speaking of wash, and I kind of made the joke that I was washed at this point when I went to go do this. I went to the furniture store in my neighborhood, and I needed Did you fall to go, asleep? Nah. <laughs> what? I, I, not that one. That's why. That's why I thought you was going. I'm, I'm like, oh my god. I'm mildly bathed. I'm not washed. <laughs> but I went to the furniture store because I needed a new mattress, and my girlfriend she wanted a dining room table, so went to the furniture store, and they did a credit check. You know, all that good stuff, and the the loan approval that I got, I was like. Oh, <laughs> really? So we can move forward. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I can get two? <laughs> yeah, I, I can get more stuff. Like, That's I, what's up. I really don't need this other mattress. But, you know, <laughs> Why not? Just going to stare and look yes, at it. Yes, like, goals. But <laughs> all that stuff, you know, makes me feel 10 times better about where I'm at now than I would have back then pursuing this. And seeing it from this perspective, being in media, for lack of a better term, dealing with artists and it kind of makes me feel a little bit better about myself that I kind of did take this route because I felt like I had a skill, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the field that I'm in right now. With, with rapping, you're pretty much just grasping at straws and mm-hmm. you're trying to work yourself into a position where you can be something to sustain a career up until a certain point because there's no 401k plan mm. in, in hip-hop. Oh, true. True. <laughs> so to, to be able to, you know, at this point where, you know what, I am a, you know, for lack of a term, a published writer. You know, mm-hmm. I've interviewed, you know, celebrities and things of that nature to the point that I've established relationships with people. So I'm never far removed from being able to be in the mix when it comes to people wanting to be on the show. And, you know, Pop Dust in all sense of reality is a side job to mm-hmm. my main job which I work for an online wine company that distributes wine online. Oh nice. Yeah. And pop adding more. Pop this just came by happenstance because my boss owns Pop Dust and the wine company. So oh, okay. with the wine company it offers stability and flexibility because it's a startup so I'm able to work from home and you know case in point <laughs> If there's a Beautiful. situation like Beautiful. I need to come and do a podcast, you yes. know what? Hey, hey. I'm I worked <laughs> earlier today at home. <laughs> Look, I'm leaving, you know, so you know, everything's done. If not, you know, I'll just finish it up when I get home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, great salary, health benefits, you know, and 
I actually own stock in the company. Nice. Well. This guy. <laughs> this going guy. Yes. Going places. I love okay. it. I love it. <laughs> but once again, this wasn't anything that I was remotely <laughs> thinking about. <laughs> When I was in my boy's bedroom, booth is a closet, like, yo, we're about to be out of here. So you wouldn't change anything? I wouldn't change anything. You um, wouldn't give yourself no advice? Um, If I was to talk to myself before, it would be to, you know, think about stability. Mm-hmm. Because that wasn't something that I was thinking about. I was just so leaning on my talent at the time because I felt like that's all I had Mm -hmm. you know I didn't go to college you know by choice because I just felt like it was going to be a waste of my time and my money and everybody else's time and money who may have invested in me so I went to an audio engineering trade school instead to learn the behind the scenes stuff about Mm -hmm. music and I didn't want to intern at the time either because I needed to make money so Mm. I was working at McDonald's you know then from there you know just doing jobs like Dwayne Reed and stuff like that and then I ultimately wanted to be in a home health aid for four years. So (laughs) it was literally me just trying to sustain, you know, chasing my passion. But then along the way, the opportunity presented itself to work for the company that I work for now. And I remember sitting down with my boss and saying, look, I don't know anything about wine. I don't know anything about logistics. I don't know Excel in the least bit, but (laughs) I can learn. So one of the things that my boss said when I sat down with him, He asked me, did you go to college? I said, no. He was like, you don't need college. He said, I promise you, in two years working for me, you would have earned your MBA. That's what's up. So he he pretty much hit the nail right on the head because I've been able to do a lot of different things that I wasn't able to do before. And it feels good being able to be in a position where now I feel like I have things to add to my resume outside of things that may be in the creative field. And Mm -hmm. even in the creative field, I've managed to – expand my reach and being able to just write and give great interviews and all these other things so we are following our boy uh, mark our boy okay a man (laughs) named mark fields on why someone's boy what are your feelings about mark and his decision so far prior to episode seven and eight um mark strikes me as a lot of you know men of color in particular that are searching for something and in a sense they get to a level of complacency but they don't realize that sometimes that level of complacency in a sense can be a blessing in disguise exactly because once you have a certain anchor and you know a certain base you're able to do more because you have that base and even build upon that base but it seems like that base isn't good enough for mark so he's trying to do everything to what he thinks he's doing in regards to building up off of that base he's actually cracking the foundation mm-hmm. that he's built for himself <laughs> going backwards yeah <laughs> what about the whole aubrey situation he should have just deleted the number right yeah he should have just deleted the number <laughs> like wow. he just, the way he's saying it he should just deleted the number <laughs> because honestly like at this point in my life like i said i'm in a relationship and you know my relationship helped me out a lot you mm-hmm. know from from different perspectives just being able to you know, see what, you know, not just women, but black women go through Mm. on a daily basis. And, you know, I appreciate the fact that my girlfriend does work long hours because she's a dance teacher. Mm -hmm. So she teaches at multiple places as well. And she has a master's from NYU and she could just go out and get a regular desk job. But dancing is her passion. It's something Mm -hmm. that she loves to do. And she's a teacher. So she's not going through, 
What's the, our class? What's up? We like to, <laughs> we like to dance. <laughs> well, she teaches. She teaches everything. Everything from Caribbean to yeah. hip hop yeah. to yeah. ballet. Yeah. Jazz, One, two, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll put you on. I'll put you on. But she she works at all these different places, going from place to place, and sometimes she's working from eight thirty in the morning to ten thirty at night, and sometimes she still comes home and makes dinner and mm. you know do all these different things. So me just having a quote-unquote home because of our relationship is like sometimes you kind of just have to appreciate that more than the idea and the concept of you being able to still i guess have it when it comes to interacting with other women yeah and that's not to say that you know it's not hard you know as a man to like see an attractive woman and you know kind of go in your head like oh what if Mm -hmm. you know but at this point in my life it's like and I sat down and described this to my boys the other day because they we have the cheating conversation a lot. And then it's like, <laughs> I'm like, dog, you know how much I have to go through? <laughs> Too much work. To cheat. Like, never mind the fact that I, I love my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know what I have to go through to cheat? First of all, I got to come up with a lie. That's then I got to make sure to, I got to have accomplices in the lie. <laughs> and then when I'm out, I got to make sure that I'm checking my phone and mm-hmm. texting so that way the responses are matching up with everything at yep. the same time. That's a lot of work. I got to so make sure much. that, you know, my bases are covered as far as where we go if we're going <laughs> to cheat. And, mm-hmm. you know, the industry, is especially now that I'm in, you know, a space in the quote-unquote industry where there isn't a time where I step out and I don't see somebody that I right. don't recognize. So right. there's also that. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's either going to be somebody that my girlfriend knows or somebody that I know where they're going, hey, everybody where's know your everybody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So exactly. To go through all of that is just like, bro, like it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So <laughs> the number, like, yeah, you if you would have got it for sport, cool, but just just delete it afterwards. Yeah. Play it's play. Play it. That's all he does. Play play. Well, let's get into episode one oh seven. We see how this unfolds. Unfolds. Stupid thing. So Maya, she wakes up. She's not used to not having her man by her side. Mm-hmm. It's an adjustment period. But the, first of all, this whole day is just going upside down for her. She's, She's going through a, it. Through it. And then on top of it, she gets her period. It's like the worst day ever. Um, and then at the next scene, she well, she calls Amber crying her eyes out. because Emotional it's like, wreck. Yeah, her man. Like, her man cheated on her five years. Like, Well, what? She, she thinks her man cheated. She thinks She's her man. She's pretty sure that her man cheated on her. Yeah. Even though it didn't happen, but this she is what happens when you play around. Exactly. <laughs> Marcus cheated. You lying. I haven't talked to him in three days. I don't want to talk to him, but I can't. I'm confused. You put him out? What other choice did I have? And Amber's like, girl, do you even have, like, the information, the intel? You have no intel. You have nothing. <laughs> and sometimes all you need is a hunch, though. <laughs> exactly. Her she was like, intuition tells her something. Intuition. Up. Always listen to that. Always. But um, she, but I, get, I guess she could have heard him out, but she was just so mad. Yeah. So Amber tells her you need to, like, set up some time to hear him out, get some more information before you really start, you know, going off on your emotions. Exactly. Exactly. Then, um, freaking the IT guy want to come try to spit game. Play. 
when you playing. see a girl is upset and she's mad at men in the world, why are you going to come and why speak Why do you think you're next in line to get into her panties? He's buff and light-skinned, so he thought he had the golden ticket. <laughs> that's not the ticket. Where's HR? Because this is inappropriate. <laughs> and that's what she said. She said, I'm going to call HR. He said, I don't want that. I don't he want said, say no less. Smoke. No say smoke. less. <laughs> not me too. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! So she does end up texting Mark like to meet up, and he's like, he's like, "Sure, babe, anything you want." And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, it better be anything." It better she be wants. that's the best right answer. You know what's so funny? That's actually the same thing Whitney said in the Bobby Brown story <laughs> <laughs> when she found out. That what she said? Yeah, oh, I haven't seen that yet. I watched half of it. It's like, is it like three parts again? It's two. two. Oh, um, so at work. They have this big meeting, and one of the girls is like, I wonder what this is about. Mark mm-hmm. going to have the nerve to say, I think they're giving me a promotion. Ain't nobody For giving why? You why would they be giving you, of all people, a promotion? Because you just turned 30. That's right. So that's how it works. Is that how it works? Okay. I'm still waiting on mine, but they, they, <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming. <laughs> Corporate is cracking down on drugs in America and is conducting this random drug test yeah. and so Mark the night before he ended up he was smoking with um, right. Eric and his friends smoking. so he's freaking out no but for he was like they ain't gonna come to me please they ain't worry about me they, he was the first one on the list come see you after lunch because <laughs> you 30 this scene was triggering it was triggering yes. this happened to you so, did it really I used to, like I said, I used to be a home health aide, and they used to do random drug tests, and I never smoked weed, ever, ever. Like, I tried it once as a kid, and, like, I would hit it, like, every now and then, like, Mm -hmm. with my friends, but it was just, like, that wasn't, you know, my thing, Right. you know, so got a little bit older, and, you know, my girlfriend, you know, she smokes, so, Mm -hmm. you know, being around her naturally was like, all right, you know what, gave in the peer pressure, but then (laughs) (laughs) I have a terrible back. And once I started smoking, like, my back problems kind of started to, you know, diminish. Oh. So I was like, oh, this is this awesome. This is helping me. Exactly. Okay. And this is the cure. <laughs> yeah. And, but once again, I'm not, like, you know, super, like, you know, I can't do anything once I do it. Okay. And it's not something that's to the point where I just forego everything <laughs> to make sure that I do it. I'm not, you know, yo, let me get $5 so I can get a dime bag kind of <laughs> guy. So at the time, you know, this is when I was just getting into it and, I had spoke with my friend like maybe like a few days before and I was like, Oh snap, random drug test. Oh damn. So Come on. I went to my brother, I was like, Yo bro <laughs> <laughs> But unlike unlike E <laughs> my brother actually helped me down. Held you down <laughs> <laughs> And he got the job done. So this That's seems like but in all fairness, though, this was before I turned 30. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, he's doing all this stuff after 30. Come on, Mark. Acting a fool yes. out here. Wait, did he Google how to, like, detox? <laughs> Probably. This is Mark. <laughs> Probably, I yeah. was just like, is he Googling over here? <laughs> he's looking, he needs any option. He calls Eric. I love how Eric's voicemail was, like, a music. Remember, y'all remember doing yeah, that back in the day? Yeah. I had, like, everything. <laughs> B2K, whatever. <laughs> so Eric is still washed. But um, so he meets his brother. To, he asks his brother to like you know hold it down. But the brother, he's young. <laughs> he don't know what to First do. First of all, why does he randomly have that container? You walking right. around with that? You with just have that up? in your car? <laughs> First of all, this brother he does it, but he can't even pee. Then he ends up putting the pee in the teacher's soup. He like, failed him. Completely failed. Completely failed. <laughs> 
that, but I wasn't sad. Sorry for Mark. Like, look at you. But the crazy thing is, um, while his brother is supposed to be using the bathroom, took him hours to do this. He takes this this time to finally text Black Widow for back. what? For what? What? It's been like three days. It has. Why are you just now? Why what, are you thinking you about care? her right now? She should be blocked at this point. Who's child the ghetto? Who's <laughs> child the ghetto? <laughs> Like, come on. So it does turn out that she did get it from the new member outreach. Yes. Girl. Were you shocked that she was the preacher's wife? Nah. Nah? Nah. He said, I saw it coming. I saw oh. the cross on her neck. <laughs> <laughs> Churches be low-key filthy sometimes. Oh, child. Mm. The truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I seen everybody. Oh, we man. love the Lord, but... Yes. Know. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes them sheep ain't acting right. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Mark and Maya they meet up, and she's surprised that he's there. Like, why, girl? Help- you have eyes. Oh, you're here already. Yeah, you can see me. And you didn't take his key, so of course he's there. <laughs> and he was real comfortable eating in her her kitchen and everything. But um, he he like tried to explain himself again, but she's just not trying to hear him. I thought you set this up so we could put this shit behind us. You really trying to leave me over this shit? Mark, she texts you at 6.37 in the morning. You really think that I'm going to believe that she's thinking about you that early and y'all not having sex? What if it was me? Maya, I'm telling you, nothing happened. I made a stupid bet with John and got a phone number. I bumped into the girl at a coffee shop and that's it. This was a bad idea. Can you just go? The emotions just hit her immediately. I mean, I, yeah. saw, I see it from both sides, though. Mm-hmm. This scene. It's good and bad on both sides. Because, you know, as a man, you I've been in this position where, you know, I've messed up and, like, I'm trying to explain how sorry I am. Right. But then the adverse, like, I kind of empathize more now, you know, at being 30 with, you know, women and, you know, the plight that they go through when it comes to, feeling betrayed and being mm-hmm. hurt like, right to us as men it may seem very very small and insignificant because we may be thinking from a logical standpoint but sometimes we overcompensate with logic and kind of neglect the emotional aspect that people are feeling so i wonder where you was going with i was that. like so women aren't logical <laughs> <laughs> no but i get what you're saying yeah <laughs> women are logical they are but it's just that sometimes us as men we're not as emotionally yeah. aware as we should be so as frustrating as it may be on his end, like I can understand Maya's point of view as well mm-hmm. because she's just so hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like men don't usually see the bigger picture. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you did that. But like, do you do you see the bigger picture of what you did? They're like, what? it's over. Because we, we, <laughs> we get caught up in the, in the idea that, you know, yeah, you guys love us. So we're automatically on, on, on the thought path to thinking like, you know what? You love me, so let's get past this because our love outweighs this one mm-hmm. instance of us not, you know, actually acting like we're in love. And sometimes it's just just that one instance where it's just like, yeah, I'm just turned completely off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, so Maya, she's turned off. She doesn't <laughs> want anything to do with him. Um, but then he's like, you know, you don't really mean this. You're so blockheaded. Don't tell me what I am. Yeah. <laughs> or what I mean. How dare you? And she didn't say anything, but he kind of just gave up and left. Because he knew, don't try it. Mm-hmm. Just leave it alone. <laughs> don't go no further. Yeah. <laughs> do not pass go. Do not collect $200, my brother. So, um, so he goes back to work, and Eric left him a little remedy to pass the test. He's like, bet, it's lit. Um, He's in the clear so far. So he thinks, yep, yep. 
Um, and then, but Eric, he's out on a date with Amber. She finally agrees. Not date, non-date. Date, non-date. Because he thinks non-date. it's a date, and to her, it's a non-date. <laughs> She's like, we're just eating. Two people just having a, a nice little dinner. That's it. Yeah. But um, he's trying to explain that he's a changed man, and, you know, he wanted to prove to her that he's real. And But for the upteenth time, she's telling him, I don't like your lifestyle, therefore mm-hmm. nothing can can go forward with right. us. I could have came at you a long time ago, but I knew I had to come correct. I knew I had to be right to get with a woman like you. I don't want to play any games anymore. I want something real. I hear you. I don't think you understand. I'm not playing games. But guys don't give up. At all. We're persistent, man. Very persistent. Gotta give it to them. Yeah. yeah. It's annoying, but at the same time, it's annoying. <laughs> But at the same time, <laughs> it's annoying. It's it's, it's nice. I mean, you know what they say: you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. And Ooh. in this case, even if you they say that they do say that <laughs> they do. And even if you are shooting, if you continue to miss, just keep shooting. Eventually, you want to go in. Uh, but at what point do you so say, I "Okay, get a restraining she don't, order"? I think order that's the point for him to stop shooting. <laughs> He's like, what? You're just going to have to find another pickup game then. Yeah. Because I think you too, like you have guys that just keep trying, keep trying, try different things. At each level, keep going higher. And I'm just like, yeah. no. You especially get those. You're my <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> they won't give up. They Is it like infatuation? Like, what is it? Why won't guys stop? I mean. <laughs> Why won't you hear me if. You like me as much as you say you do, and I tell you, I'm not interested. This is one of the Why things... Why are you trying to convince me otherwise? This is one of the things that I'm actually glad that I never did, you know, even before I turned 30. I was never the super persistent type where if a woman wasn't interested in me, I didn't go, well, give me a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, no means no, because... That's it. You know, I'm very sensitive, and Ooh, I'm, I'm okay. a Sag, so... <laughs> Listen, I love it. He's admitting it. He's so, sensitive. Time. I heard you the first time. <laughs> I'm like I I do not take you know I can take rejection but rejection from somebody that I have some sort of you know emotional infatuation with like I just can't do it so I like once you like okay cool yeah I'm gonna be over here (laughs) (laughs) that's good take notes take notes y'all Oh my gosh! But you see, like Amber's kind of breaking down a little bit. She's kind of like, "Let me see what you're about," because he said, "Let me prove it to you." He did say that, yeah. And she said, "Okay, so we'll see one opportunity." Yeah, we'll see how he proves it. One shot. (laughs) One shot. All right, so let's get into episode eight. So, um. Mark is listening to like a motivational podcast, getting his and life working. Surprisingly. Working, surprisingly, he's working. <laughs> he's not listening to seriously podcasts. Right? Okay. Why you not listening slide. to seriously podcasts though, Mark? Huh? <laughs> 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 so Carmen comes in and she's like, "Let me talk to you for a minute." Um, and a drug test lady's there to yes. mark everything down, document mm-hmm. the conversation. Mm-hmm. So Mark is kind of like, "All right, what's going on here?" Um. Sure. There's no easy way for me to say this, so I'm just going to say it. Mark, you've been demoted. What? You know, I really appreciated her saying that because I've been in a position where I've been let go. Mm. And they give you, like, this whole spew, like, you've been a great asset to the team. You're such a team player. Like, get to the point. Yeah. (laughs) And I know why I'm here. So just tell me. So just tell me. Let's keep it real with each other. So I appreciated that. Look, right, I need to start looking for a job now. So can you just give me... (laughs) 
So you can just Should I clock out right now? Like, can, what's up? Can you give me my severance so I can just go home? <laughs> That's it. Where do I? Start? That's what I want the meeting to be. We're letting you go. Here's your severance. Have a beautiful life. That's okay. it. And I'm like, thank you so much. And give me a box to clean out my desk. That's it. Yeah, I need a box. I don't know where to get that. I need a box. <laughs> That's it. I don't need the whole spiel. But he got crazy with her. Stupid is what he got. Stupid. And, and HR was like, what's this? Right. But HR, how HR leave? If you see something's about to go down. Right. You, that's why you're here to document exactly. this. Exactly. Why did you leave? She said, could I have the room? No, you cannot No, have I'm HR. I'm writing everything down. Why would down. you two need to have a private conversation? Then again, HR is black, so. <laughs> the whole company's black, we, so. We, we tend to mind she our, said, I don't we mind our business. No we mind our business, even if it's, our, if it's our job not to mind our business. And it's also that everyone thinks that they are a couple. Mm. Like, that's his work. Work wife, work wife. So she probably like, I don't know what's happening. Here. Right, but she had to put put it in his face. Like I'm the reason why you still have a job. Period. You're because, employed because of hello. Me. HR in the beginning said, if you fail, that's it. Mm-hmm. You're terminated. So she don't pulled, ever she try pulled strings, pulled strings. <laughs> for Mark to keep his job. Don't and he's ungrateful. <laughs> he's ungrateful. He's very ungrateful. But he's we've a brat. seen that for a long time. Oh, we've been knew that. Trifling. Trifling. <laughs> so so far, he ain't got no girl. Yeah. He got demoted. Yeah. And now his car is not working. Horrible. Horrible. What is your life? Not much of anything right now. Your whole life is falling apart. This based on decisions that he made. This is 30. This is, <laughs> this is 30. This is, what we gotta look, this is what we got to look forward to. This is 30. Okay. Thank you for that. No, it's, not, it's not bad. I mean, give yourself to 28 to get it together. I'm 28. She just turned 28. Oh, you good then. You good. I still got another year. And to be fair, I didn't really. You got a couple of months. I know. I know. I know. I started to hit the upswing until like the end of like 28. So like right before I turned 29, that's when like, all right. Okay. Things are happening. We're we're cooking. cooking. Okay. So this is your year. All right. We cooking. Okay. 20 great. This is my year. 20 great. 20 great. 20 great. Yes. Thank you. Love that. that. I needed that. So, yes, his car won't stop. He calls Eric to pick him up, and he's big mad at Eric. Blaming everybody. He just loves to blame other people. Say that again. He loves to blame (laughs) other people. Is that a thing? I mean. In the 30s? Nah, I think that, well, the type of person that Mark is as far as, like, you know, his lifestyle and, like, his profession to a degree. Like, there's, like, this subculture of, like, black men who are, like, you know, higher up on the totem pole mm-hmm. than a lot of black men, but they're still, like, in this entitled, like, bratty stage yes. where they're, like, I have a yes. great job. I'm, you know, attractive. You know, I don't have any kids. I don't have any baby yes. mamas. Love me for doing what I'm supposed to do. Yes. <laughs> I, I know yes. a few who are in their 30s, and I'm always like, why are you blaming everyone mm-hmm. so it's like, for your behaviors? So when it, they are not getting the praise and admiration that they should be getting, it's just bad circumstances. Yeah. Bad circumstances, everybody else but them. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You let me down, man. Oh, I'm the one that put the blunt up to your lips and made you smoke it, Randy Gregory? I'm sure your ass wasn't thinking about me letting you down when you called me to pick your broke down ass up. You better get out your feelings and start owning up to your fuck-ups. And I think it's just... Super funny that you know the drug dealer is like the voice of reason yes. in Mark's life because right. even back Hold to deep deep. the second episode where you know the sword of Damocles where he's pretty much telling like yo man like you have it great like mm-hmm. I'm doing this because I have to right mm-hmm. like don't indulge in my life because you want to that's right. almost insulting <laughs> <laughs> but that's Mark 
Um, Eric even tried to get him a new job. Yeah. Say, listen, I know you're in a tough spot. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little job for you. Yeah, go ahead. See that little flyer? <laughs> for a stripper. Man. He ain't getting no tips. Everybody would have seen that. <laughs> little dingle, dangle, dingle for some jingle, man. <laughs> <laughs> so um mark is going through the gram he sees maya living her best life Bruh. talking about Hashtag. new beginnings he got big man yes he said what you mean new beginnings <laughs> what what's that so he gonna hit her with the infamous hey big head tag okay this right here Come upset on. me because it's like, bro, this isn't, you know, a smash. This is like yes. a woman. <laughs> this was like you your wife. Hate, years. You don't hate big head, you're a woman. You like, don't I know, do that. I know hey, you guys aren't head? in a great space, but like. And I'm, it's only been like a week for you to be hate big, hate head. big head. <laughs> How what? old are you? Like, bro, what, what so you what, if, what answer was he expecting? She answered hey. correctly. New phone who this? Because I don't know who you're talking to. He had no words. <laughs> He really had no words after that. <laughs> He's like, she deleted my number. No, he was crazy for that. So Maya and Amber, they have like a little wine moment, and she gives her the tea on like what's going on with her and and Mark. And Amber is stuck on the fact that the first lady of a black church is a white woman. Like that's all she heard. She said, is a Becky? <laughs> she said, are we calling Tyler Perry? We're selling right. the story? Like what's no, up? No, but Tyler Perry would... Oh. We'll buy that up, okay? And everybody's going to have AIDS. Because he loves to throw AIDS in every he single do, thing. He do, he do, he do. Just putting that out there. Those table, those table reads like, <laughs> so AIDS again, huh? Okay. So we're still going to do AIDS? We're okay. still on AIDS. Okay. 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 You, like, this is a black, black movie. We couldn't do hypertension. We, Something. Gout. Everyone, Something. Someone ends up with AIDS. Had to be AIDS. Okay. Got it, it's got like, it. It's the sexy disease, I guess. <laughs> so then Amber tells her about her day with Eric and she like he's cute funny smart and I'm gonna give him a chance so he finally broke her down and um a teensy bit a teensy bit she's like I'm gonna see what's up hmm. so she goes to meet with um Chloe but Mark is at his parents house um the dad is like you know work it out try it mom yeah. mom is like let it go let it go on I said, to the next my mom does not like Maya you can she already clearly tell does not like her because she's not like trying to get him to get back with her. She's like, take this break. Go have fun. <laughs> she probably like, nobody, she wasn't good for my baby anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Triggering. Oh, nah, everything is not triggering. triggering. Okay. I'm, luckily, I'm not a mama's boy. Okay. So, like, you know, there has been instances where my mom didn't like my girlfriends, but mm-hmm. that didn't make my decision on the relationship. Mm. But, like, as far as Mark's mom goes, like, she reminds me of, like, the some of the newer generation women where like they hoist their sons up on this pedestal and that's why he blames everybody they, the way and he then does. they grow up to yes. be men that you know are mm-hmm. super toxic and super yeah. entitled because yes. their mother put the chip in their hand like you're a king you're this you're that so you're when amazing they, when they encounter, any woman should be yeah, so grateful they, to have you when they encounter a strong woman and they're not you know singing the same praises or looking at them through the same rose-colored glasses as their moms do, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's an issue. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Mark strikes me as that kind of person. Oh, yes. he is that kind of person. Definitely. Definitely. Def- without a doubt. This scene right here. <laughs> 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 so Amber and Chloe are um, taking Duce shots to the head, what? okay? I can't hang with them. I cannot hang with them. I can't. I, you could. You'd be like, <laughs> what's up? 15 shots, you'd be like, anything else? You don't got nothing stronger? 
What's the premise of the show? Turning 30? Okay. <laughs> okay. You can do it now. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Have fun now. Have fun now. Um, but Chloe does tell Amber about her new boo, and she's in love. Yeah, she's in L-O-V-E. love. L-O-V-E. She, she really f- falling for the kid. With the D. She's in love with the D. She's <laughs> bought up, booed up, beady, bought up, booed up, booed up, booed up. Um, so both of them are like tore up, okay? By the end of the night, the bartender's like, if y'all could just leave, that would be great. <laughs> um, and they're both like, we leave it anyway, my ride's outside, and who's the ride? Who else? Who else would it be? Of course. Easy E. Easy E. Oh my God. First of all, this whole scene had me weak, okay? Chloe, first of all, Chloe's confused. She's confused the entire night. The whole the entire episode, she's confused. <laughs> because Eric, like, oh, I know, I know who Amber is. I know who he she is. He kept it real from the jump. From the jump, I give it to him. He kept yeah. it real from the jump. Yeah. He said, "Look, Chloe and I have been fucking, and that's it. We were never exclusive. She knew what was up, and it got nothing to do with what we trying to establish." Mind you, she did say she- that already. She said what? She knew that it was just like they just hook up. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they are trying to establish a relationship. Right. She was just catching feelings. But to hear it is like, wait, Whoa, what? That's what I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. Her world is spinning. One because she's drunk, and it's new information. Like what? So she going off on him, talking to herself, talking basically, to herself. because he's not listening to I her. I couldn't even focus <laughs> on what Amber and Eric was saying because Chloe in the back had me weak. You should have been grateful, my nigga. You should be glad you even tasted this. You got me fucked up. Ain't nobody's fuck buddy. Your dick ain't right. Mind oh. you, she was just talking about how she's yes. in love with the D. But because you're mad, so everything's gonna come mad up. Because she feels played. Yeah. Even though. So now I'm gonna play he you. He really didn't play her. First of all, Amber is Amber has every right to be mad because oh, for sure you told me that you were serious about me and we're, you want to prove something to me. Right? What did you want to prove? And he had the nerve to say, "What's going on with me and Chloe? Got nothing to do with what we're trying to establish." And she's like, "Who's we? I don't that know who that is." Right <laughs> That's a Hall of Fame line right Hall there. Hall of Fame line. Oh my God. Yeah, she's like, we're done. We never even been anything. Don't. Who's we? Nothing. Move on. It's all in your head, sir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Chloe pushed them on the floor, and that they was They both it. were going off. She yeah. was going off at him. Chloe going off at the air because no one was listening to her. Going <laughs> <laughs> off at the air. She really was, though. And they both drunk, so yeah. it was just a bad combination. Oh, horrible. <laughs> but I'm glad it happened because it needs to happen. Like, yeah. now you look dumb. So, um, Mark comes to Maya's house, wants to talk, and she's like, I'll come outside. Because yeah. she already knew if he come in, she, she was sipping on some wine, mm-hmm. too vulnerable, got to go. I like where her head is at. She's thinking two steps ahead. She already <laughs> know. <laughs> um, so he's like, really? Like, new phone, who this? Like, you really going to treat me like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. You saw the text? Come on. So, like, but he tries to, like, explain to her, like, you know, nothing happened. I had lots in judgment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I know. Mm-hmm. You, I betrayed you. The violin is just playing. I didn't cheat. Ooh, it's playing. You're my best friend. Talk about it. I gambled and I lost you. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be anywhere. I'm going to prove myself to you right now. He got on bended knee. 
why. I knew that was going to happen. The way he was moving, he I does. said he got a ring. Don't you guys know marriage fixes everything? That was <laughs> But you know what? That's Those his mentality. Don't work with Maya. And she said, "No." And I, I was so proud of her. I stood up and I, I was. started clapping. First of all, she was shaking her head. No, he said, "Is that a yes?" You're so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. What? Cuz you know sometimes and girls be like, "No, oh my god, no." Come on. Bro. Come on. But yeah, I was proud of her. Yeah. But the thing about it is, I'm hurt. I don't trust you anymore. You betrayed me. Like, We're regardless not even if on you the cheated. Same page. Why we haven't talked. It's marriage. Because it was <laughs> marriage. Because it was a last ditch effort on Mark's part. Because think back to the, the first few episodes where moving in was a big deal. Yeah. Right. Me. Like, then you're going to be twisting my arm about mm-hmm. a ring. But it's like, bro, mm-hmm. y'all five years in. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Say it one more time for the people in the back. And I'm sorry if it seems like I'm just like, you know, siding with the women for the sake okay. of siding. It's okay. It's okay. I know, mean, we came here, as, you came here for the men, but you a, realize. Right is right. As a, as a reformed trash dude, you know. Reformed trash dude. Yeah, I, He's I, real about it. I was trash when I was young. It's okay. But once again, you learn. So mm-hmm. a lot of the things that he was doing is like, it's not so much an age thing, Lamar, it's just a mentality thing, but that's something that you kind of have to condition yourself to get out of, hopefully, before you hit 30, because that's the formative years when, you know, at least I see it for black people, like, 30 is, like, the formative years when it comes to you being on pace to, you know, chase your career and look for stability, so a lot of the things that he's he's indulging in and a lot of the ideals and concepts that he has at this point is, like, there's something that should have got rid of a long time ago, and it's like it's la- It's like he's slipping and then trying to grab the cliff as he's slipping. So marriage was just like, you know what, last ditch effort. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. didn't see that I love her that much, but he's stupid. Yeah, a lot more went into like he didn't grasp the like the basic, the basic concept of that she's hurt. Yeah, right. it was like I'm sorry, you know, and kept saying I'm sorry right. as opposed to just giving her the time, giving her a space, and like processing how badly he messed up. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of guys think that every girl, no matter what you did, if you propose to her, she's going to say yes because every girl wants to be married. Mm-hmm. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, not every girl wants to be married. And if they do want to be married, you know, if they're smart, it's under the right circumstances. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not so much, you know, oh, we're in love. And that's a concept that I kind of had to wrap my head around as well because me and my girlfriend, you know, for better or worse, we've been on and off for a good part of six years Mm -hmm. you know and a lot of that wasn't so much because it was bad it's just we found each other at a time in our lives where we were still getting things together and then eventually we did get it together and it's been great ever since Mm -hmm. but now we're in a place where financially we're stable our relationship is stable and we're like you know what we can hold off on marriage because there's still so much we want to accomplish as individuals mm-hmm. and together. Like in the last year, we done went to Jamaica, we done went to Paris, mm. you know. So it's like we want to keep right. traveling and <laughs> explore <laughs> our careers before we settle down and have kids. Even mm-hmm. though we can at this moment, and, right? Mm-hmm. You know, get married as well. Cause you got credit. You got credit. Yeah. You got credit. I have credit. <laughs> credit. I'm actually gonna wear that sh- on the back of my tuxedo. Yeah, I got She's credit. Like, I got good credit. <laughs> That's good. See, I wish Mark had that mentality, but Mark he does Mark's not. Stupid. The the yeah. the part at the end that um I think it might have been on Mark's dad that said um I forgot what the quote was um the thing that you think is gonna make your life livable is the thing that can wind up making your life miserable. Mm. 
Yes, was yes. like you know it it harkens back to the first episode where like Mark was just thinking about all these things that you know he can do to enrich his life because he felt like turning thirty was like the end of his rope. So mm-hmm. jumping into you know being a pseudo drug dealer and then the bet yeah oh the bet that he made <laughs> with um getting her number and things like that is like these things that you felt like was gonna keep you on top keep you in the game ultimately was. What thing, turned you down? Yeah, the mm-hmm. thing that wound up being your demise with you getting into motion and losing Maya. Now look at you. Now look at you. Look at you. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, so the episode ends with him just fleeing the scene. <laughs> He's <laughs> riding the bus to no oh, return. Was that a bus or a train? I guess it's a bus. Well, his mom called and was like, where are you, baby? <laughs> Even Maya called. Your mom is your mom is asking where yeah. are you haven't come home yet like yeah. he's everybody's worried, worried. Who, why are you guys worrying about this guy <laughs> I, mean, I guess they're worried yeah mom yeah. still worries at thirty yeah <laughs> worried at every age like, my mother I've, I, I haven't spoken to you since yesterday it's like I'm sorry mom you know that's my mom too it'll be like in the middle of the day so you don't want to talk to me no more I'm like mom. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, so let's get some questions, comments, and concerns. Um, I want to talk about Eric. What was he talking about when he said, let me prove it to you? Was his plan to prove that he was trash? Because that's what he did. Oh, yeah. So that was his plan. Yeah. Because <laughs> what were you proving? If you was really serious about Amber, you would have cut off all lie. the girls. Mm. It was a lie. Do we think Eric was lying? Do we ever think he really felt that way about Amber? I'm going to play devil's advocate on All Eric's right, behalf because oh. I just love his character. A lot yeah, of times with men, our intentions don't necessarily match our words. Oh, talk about one more time. <laughs> which also doesn't match our actions. So emotionally and to a degree mentally, we may feel like we're ready for certain things, mm-hmm. but then once the situation actually presents itself, it's like, whoa. Yeah, and then it's like there's so much, you know, undoing and doing that you have to do to get to that point where your intentions and actions match with what you're, you know, what you're saying. So, in Eric's case, I wholeheartedly believe that he did, in a sense, want to try with, with Amber. But it try was try like, like a relationship or just. I mean, just. Have sex to, with her. I felt mm-hmm. like you know, to a degree, he was genuine about wanting a relationship or at least wanting a shot at a relationship. But, you know, for him to be that candid when you know Chloe was in, you know. Amber's presence mm-hmm. was like him at least he was trash in that scenario but yeah. at least he was like he yeah I'm trash but you know it is what it is in the right. sense that this would happen this like I really do want this it's just that this is still happening mm-hmm. kind of thing so because right. he could have been one of those guys that lied yeah right on the spot and you guys come up with lies like that <laughs> <laughs> men come up with lies so quickly very true Oh, you could have been like, I don't really know her like that. She's, yeah. She's been sweating me this entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, do we think Maya ever is ever going to um, forgive Eric? Uh, Eric. Forgive Mark? I don't think she should because... You don't think she should? No, because like, like she said, you gambled and you lost. Like, had I not found out, how long was this going to continue going on? Because he almost kissed Black Widow. So who knows what else could have gone down behind That's her back? True. So why keep keep this going? That is true. I just want. I so just, you proposing? You no, know, I'm, I'm an advocate for love. I'm an advocate for love. I feel like they can make it work. You always say that, and I just want to. 
what? <laughs> I feel like he disrespected her. He was disloyal. He was. And he's only sorry because he got caught. It's true. It's true. She on both sides. It's, <laughs> it's true, but I'm an advocate for love. You can't be both. <laughs> no, you cannot be both. Oh, man. Maybe over time, I feel like he realized that he, his, he was wrong. And now what? If she was to do something like that. Oh, forget about it. So why are you so... She should forgive him. I didn't say she should, but I feel like... They can I feel make like it they work? can. So that means after she's a while. forgiving him. After a while. Not right now. I don't think she should accept that freaking bend the knee apology. I like, mean, she could always forgive Mark and they not get back together. Yeah. That's true. Like, That's yeah, true. like, you know, I'm good, love, enjoy. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, that is true. But they can... She can always not forgive him, but they could still wind up back together because there's a lot of relationships like that, that yeah exists. and then they still mad the yeah. whole relationship unhappy like, yeah why did you take me back though cuz good answer good answer cuz good answer <laughs> she could settle. but she knows her self-worth yeah she does and i i like that about her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mark's still trash oh he never stopped being trash. season two will he stop being trash you think i said he'll never okay stop never being mind trash. So we're not giving mark the benefit of the doubt <laughs> at, at all, all. At all, at, at all. all, got it. Got what are it. some good things about Mark? What can we find yeah. about Mark, guys? About Mark, I mean, he got a job. He, he, <laughs> he, he almost lost, job. but he almost lost it. Yeah. But, but he still, still does. He still got a job. Mm-hmm. Still got a job. Um, that's it. That's all we got, guys. He has a place. No, he moved mm-hmm. out and moved in with his parents, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he has a car. He never had a place ever since he moved in with Maya. That was Maya's place. Got kicked out. Now he's back to his parents' house. He don't got a car. Broke down. What are some good things? He don't have his work wife anymore. He got Black Widow. If he, he has a job. Her. He has a job. I said that already, but yeah, still, had to double down. He doesn't have any diseases. That's that's a good thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. He has Black Widow. If you consider that a good thing, does he still have Aubrey? I mean, she still wants him. Is she? Um, he's working. <laughs> okay, he's employed. Yeah, he's yeah. employed. Yeah, he's employed. Mm-hmm. He has insurance. <laughs> I mean, well, he lost it with the dim- <laughs> the, the thing, motion. The thing about Mark's character that I do appreciate is oh. he's a representation of the fact that with a lot of black men we haven't grown up yet. Mm. Yes, you know, and mm. you know you could blame that on a plethora of things. Of course, us being the core blame for a lot of the things that we do, no matter where we rank in the social scale, whether we're drug dealers, whether we're fortunate. 500 CEOs is just something inherent about us at times where we're just very, very childish and haven't grown up yet. So Mark's character, he just turned 30. And even still, a lot of people, not just men, but, you know, women too, haven't figured it out at 30. Mm -hmm. And that does kind of leave the door open for some sort of character development and, you know, personal growth on his end. So. I think in a sort of twisted way, Mark's character represents potential and having to fall down really, really hard and reevaluating what you have to do to bounce back. Mm-hmm. But that's true. Right now, he's just trash. So that is <laughs> back to that. Well. Circle right back. <laughs> he was on the men's side for a minute. He said, I gotta go back. <laughs> it's, it's it's really really hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And once again, somebody that. Didn't necessarily always do the right thing when it came to women when he was younger and trying to not necessarily make amends, but do better with the situation that I'm in right now as far as my relationship goes. And it's 
you know, very, very healthy. And for me to kind of realize that now, it's me trying to take a step back and kind of put other people on and because I do see it from both ends. Mm-hmm. Because once again, I was a knucklehead. I've done things and said things to hurt women, you know, and not realize the consequences because I'm thinking, you know what? They'll get over it or, you mm. know, I was extremely selfish. But then you don't realize how that starts to cycle with a lot of things yeah. because I'm setting her up for the next man who may actually have been a better man than mm-hmm. I was. And it's going to be hard to get through those defenses because I kind of perpetuate that and put them up, mm-hmm. you know, and now being older, you know, with a stable family life, stable home life and somebody that I really, really care about, somebody that I want to marry, somebody that I want to have kids with. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what, this is what you have to do. There's, a lot of compromise in a relationship and I don't mean that in a sense where you're giving up yourself and I think that's another issue that a lot of men suffer from when you're in a relationship and you start to change you feel like that change is forced upon you and you start to lose your identity and Mm -hmm. a lot of that times it's not you losing your identity it's about growth Mm -hmm. so if I don't want to you know watch you know, if I can't watch the basketball game because my girlfriend wants to watch Love and Hip Hop, like I just got to take that L. Mm-hmm. Let her watch Love and Hip Hop. So smart man. But it's <laughs> but it's just simple things like that. You know, because you reach a place where you got to think about the long game in mm-hmm. your relationship, and you got to think about you know what does this person give me outside of the superficial? Because a lot of men tend to gravitate to women because they take care of them as opposed to being able to see a woman outside of the relationship, mm. you know, like individual of the relationship, you know, because you ask a lot of men, what do you like about the person that you went, oh, she takes care of me, she does this mm-hmm. for me, she does that for me. It's like, well... She look good. Yeah, but it's never like, well, she's great with kids, you know, she's very dedicated, she's very, you know, passionate mm. about her career, mm. she's, you know, those kind of things, like right. individual characteristics as opposed right. to... what makes her her. Significant other characteristics. Yeah. So... The series really, really is a great way to kind of give different different faces and different voices to where a lot of people in their 30s are approaching. I know exclusively, and I say exclusively black people, I know people of all races and backgrounds go through this, but more inherently with black people, we mm-hmm. tend to always feel like you know we're growing mm-hmm. in some capacity and maturing in some way because we have to kind of be the opposite reflection of what society deems us and we're trying to kind of find our own way doing so so you have somebody like eric even though he may be in a situation where he's not doing the right thing he's still educated he's right. still motivated in a sense and still very very innovative for lack of a better term you have somebody like amber who is very very has a very very tough exterior you know to a degree but is still longing for somebody to love her and kind of help you know bring that toughness down you know just a little bit but not to the point where she becomes very very docile and Mm -hmm. very very submissive submissive and subdued and you have maya who's very very strong but still very very nurturing and still very very emotional but it's not to her detriment it's just the fact that she knows her worth and she's very very confident in her identity and once again with mark's character you just have somebody's still trying to figure it out. I thought you were just going to stop there. Like, you just have... <laughs> you, you, you just have, have Mark. You, you just have, have a but guy you have, who has a job. You have somebody still trying to figure it out mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of still tapped in into a lot of the ideals that are plaguing black men when it comes to turning 30 mm. and, you know, being in a relationship and trying to find their identity in a sense. So the series really, 
did a great job of yeah. representing all facets of like trying to piece together the black millennial experience mm-hmm. yeah these days. yes what great are you guys job. hoping to see in the next season <clears throat> um let's see i'm definitely hoping i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't know. There's like so many ways this series can go, which is like, um, I definitely want to see what um, Mark will learn from all of this. Yeah. Like, is he going to stay in in this rut? Is he or is he really going to change his life? Like, let me see what I can do to like motivate my myself. Like, stop yeah. like being baby by everybody. So has that's he I really, really realized what he's done? What he's done and it, taken ownership of, of all his decisions. Yeah. So I'm really hoping we see that some growth. I think, I think that Maya might wind up liking somebody, not Josh. Yeah, please not Josh. Somebody, oh, might, no. somebody might come along and, you know, it'll be a conflict between her still having feelings for Mark and being yeah. extremely invested in somebody who has the things that Mark, Something new that Mark she was, was looking for. Yeah. And I also feel like um Amber and Eric are going to, their story is going to start to develop no. in some way. Oh, really? Why? Yeah. For why? She likes him. But she I think does like him. This does. whole situation was like, you just proved my point. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, with How can he bounce back from that? A lot of times, you know, it's not so much, you know, people are mad when something like that happens. They're disappointed. Yeah. So I feel like it'll be a situation where she's just like completely turned off to him, but Eric just being the person that he persistent. is very, very persistent and charming, you mm-hmm. know, for better or worse. It's not so much he's deceiving Amber, but he's going to find a way to kind of work his way back into her good graces to an extent. Yeah. She's not going to fully open the door, but you can kind of sense that she does feel something. Right. Yeah. She definitely does. And she also has her her friend that had, like, feelings for this guy. Mm. Yeah. So if they start something, it's going to be like, girl, Girl you know what he did to me? (laughs) What do you think? Everything he said. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. But yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited for season two. I know yeah. that it's in the works. They actually um, have a fundraiser a campaign going right now. So definitely, guys, definitely support. We're going to put the link for that in our bio. Mm-hmm. And they also have a, a crowdfunding party that they're having. So all our Dallas listeners, I hope we have a lot of them, um, <laughs> definitely support that. We'll leave that information in our bio as well. Um, any last thoughts? I just want to say that I'm really impressed with the show. Yes. I really liked it. Like, the production, the Everything. angles, like that drone angle, eagle eye they kept doing. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see that in web series. Um, the acting, character development, all that was good. Yeah, Top shout notch. out to the creative college. Y'all doing y'all thing up in mm-hmm. Dallas. For this to be our first series, too. Yeah. First of all, director Jared Couch, he's an Emmy Award winning director, okay? he This is not his first time around the rodeo, okay? <laughs> he does this. So, so. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you the real thing. I'm going to give you the real thing. So, shout out to all y'all, all the actors, mm-hmm. creators, writers, the everything, the whole team. Y'all are amazing. Yeah, amazing job. Amazing. Great writing, too. Like yes. So, shout out to all y'all. Um, yeah, so, um, Mr. Decent. Mm-hmm. Can you let the people know where they can follow you and what you got, you know, coming next? What you cooking up? Well, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on all forms of social media at Decent. That's D-E-A-S-C-E-N-T. And you can catch me on Pop Dust Presents every Wednesday, Facebook Live, live streaming. You can catch the Culture Couch every other Wednesday on Facebook Live as well. 
at 1 p.m. And, yeah, pretty much just, you know, doing my thing. If you see me in the streets, you know, say what's up. Can't miss me. <laughs> Colorful dreads, all that stuff. So, <laughs> thank you guys for having me. It's an thank awesome you for experience. Coming. Yes. 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 Dropped yes. a bunch of gems for us. Yes. I love it. Oof. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, as always, guys, you know what to do. No, follow <laughs> us on um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Seriously Podcast. Also, you can check us out on our website, seriouslypodcast.com. And, you know, join our mailing list and keep up with the conversation using the hashtag SeriouslyRecap. So, until next week, bye. bye.